Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to play a couple of clips from a couple of different people and show you the way constitutional conservatism is the real problem we have in this country. Not liberals. Liberals are out front about the insanity they want. Constitutional conservatives are traitors to liberty and freedom. They pretend to be on our side, but in fact, they're stabbing us in the back because they don't tell the truth. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I practice for more than 30 years and I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. And the truth is, I was a constitutional conservative. I believed all this crap about the Constitution and liberty and the brilliant document, our founders, and all this crap for years and years and years. And then about 25 years ago, I got the Internet, and I started figuring out that was all a lie. It was a complete scam, a con job in order to keep me on the tax-paying plantation of government. And when I figured that out, I became self-certified. As a master practitioner, I don't need those dupes and knaves called constitutional conservatives anymore. I've also given myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the fantastic work I've done on this podcast. And when Jones Plantation movie comes out, I'm going to give myself the Presidential Medal of Freedom Award for the incredible job I did. I may even give myself an Academy Award. I don't know. But I love having all these fake awards because they really highlight the complete and utter fraud that so-called credentialing is. All it really is is proof that you've gone through some government system and you've gotten what is government-approved information. That's all it is. So, all right, let's go ahead and get the show going. So I want to make a show today about the way the entire argument is presented to people. And I want to provide an example of a guy who's a different guy, not just the constitutional conservative great one, Although I do want to play a relatively extended clip of his stuff and show people how unbelievably deceptive it all is and why it is we are where we are, which is completely and totally screwed by these controlled opposition guys who run around and pretend to be for liberty and people's rights and yet still continue to support the Constitution and never explain to people the problem with the Constitution, the structural fundamental problems with the so-called system of government we have. And I also want to play this guy who's a kind of hardcore Austrian economics guy. I liked a lot of his stuff and show you a little clip of the way he talks about the central bank digital currencies that are coming in and the fact that we're all going to be prisoner to it. I want to show you that the constitutional conservatives and media who are the standard bearers. They never talk about central bank digital currency. They never talk about how totally unconstitutional the Fed is. They never talk about legal tender laws. They never discuss how we got any of these things, how the Republicans jammed them all through with this court packing system, how the entire structure of the system has led us to this situation. And it's not about voting. I've proved it again and again. But people who actually are on our side, like this economist guy, I suspect he just simply has never heard of the kinds of things I tell people about our government, our structure, the Constitution, all the Barnum statements, the voting, all the different things I've explained again and again. And he's a well-meaning guy, but you'll see what his actual summation is as to what we can do. And I want to play the great one first because... This is the kind of discussion that drives everything. And the discussion is always the same, and that is that they accurately discuss 
the insane Marxist nonsense that liberals push and that they're jamming down everybody's throats and that our so-called system of government permits. They describe it very accurately, but then they massively mislead people by pretending that they're for the opposite and they're fighting it. But they're not because inside the system, it can never be fought. I've explained it again and again. The system will always lead to more and more government because of the nature of compromise. And they never explain the actual problems, but they sound like they are on your side. And it's very, very deceptive. And so I'm going to try my best to do something I don't do often, which is kind of let them play, maybe laugh. It's going to be impossible for me not to laugh, but play some cuts that are a little more extended just so people can hear them and see how persuasive they sound and or if you're familiar with the concept I've showed people, how transparently phony they are. And that's really the difference is that once you understand what I've taught people, the way the structure actually fits together, then when you hear these jokers, you know what a bunch of frauds they are and all the stuff they're leaving out and all the stuff they're deceiving people about. But until you know it, it sounds great, just like it did to me for the first 30 years of my life. <laughs> you know, 35 years of my life, I believed it all. And then I got the internet and started figuring out very quickly that these guys were just massive deceivers, controlled opposition, lying to us all. And it's totally impossible that the people who do this constitutional conservative crap for a living have never heard of my ideas because people call into them, they meet with them, they see them on the streets, they see them in restaurants. People tell them, they get sent stuff and emails and everything else, but they don't look into it, they don't discuss it because there's no money in it. And they're paid tens and tens of millions of dollars every year to continue to keep people completely and totally in the dark. And it doesn't mean that they're actually intentionally lying. Every single one of them is intentionally lying. But what is the actual explanation for somebody who's intelligent and works in this industry for decades, never having come across my concepts, the concepts of Spooner and the ones that I've explained? How? How could you ever study freedom and liberty as they claim to and simply miss this entire movement? What they do is they kookify it. They're not unaware of it. They denigrate it. They misrepresent it as they misrepresent what they stand for. And the foundational piece of all of it is this constant, never-ending belief that you must hold on to, that we must have this country, we must save it in some form or fashion, and that the Constitution has created this fantastic freedom machine. And that's the foundational principle of all their stuff. And it's completely and totally wrong. It's not true. There's no truth to it. I've proved it again and again through hundreds and hundreds of shows. The stuff I present is simply unarguable. It's pure logic. It's pure logic. And once you see it, you can never unsee it. So what I want to do now is play a little bit of this clip. It came from July 17th show. In case anybody ever wants to look it up. Make sure that I wasn't taking it out of context. It was all part of the beginning. I could have played the entire beginning show, but the entire beginning of the show is like before the first break is like 12 and a half minutes of audio. And I don't want to play that much audio. I don't. But I'm going to play, attempt to at least 
to play some of the clips a little longer so they run on so you can see how impactful they are to people who don't understand what's actually going on, as I've explained. And you can see why it's so easy to snow people and why people out there in social media say stuff like, we got to save the republic and save the country, and you must not believe in the Constitution, I'm for liberty. All these Barnum statements that make no sense, never can happen, and that I'm supposed to go vote for Trump or DeSantis or some other uh, phony baloney person, and that will somehow fix it. You'll see how incredibly effective it is because it sounds so right if you don't know what I tell people. Okay, let's go ahead and get this thing going. Why are we celebrating that? What's the common ground? And what is the Democrat Party today? Here we go. Promotes a Marxist agenda. True. Wants to centralize all decision-making in Washington. Okay. Wants to decide what kind of products you can own, what kind of services you can have. What? What kind of life you're going to live, whether you're going to be destitute or not. <laughs> Inconvenienced? <laughs> Quality of life? You hear Declining? You hear this? Common ground. You and I, we stand for liberty. That's our common ground. Uh, okay. For this, we're called right-wingers and extremists mm-hmm. by those who don't. Okay. We stand for a little our republicanism, constitutional republicanism. Okay. They don't. Okay. They don't. Okay. We stand for a man being a man and a woman being a woman. Okay. They don't. Okay. We stand for a pre- free press. They stand for a state-run press. So this whole idea of common ground and bipartisanship, oh, it sounds so swell. Yeah. But it's a ruse. Okay. So there you go. That's like a minute 15 worth of tape. Okay, and you can hear all the stuff that's in there, right? A lot of the stuff sounds right. It does. It sounds right. The problem is it's so incredibly deceptive. It's so fantastically, fundamentally deceptive. This is the problem with all of it. And now I want to break down a few pieces of it and show you. What's the common ground? And what is the Democrat Party today? Okay. Promotes a Marxist agenda. Okay. Wants to centralize all decision-making in Washington. Okay. Wants to decide what kind of products you can own, what kind of services you can have. Okay, this is what it does want to do. But the question is not how do we beat them at the polls. It is how could any of this ever happen under a so-called constitution with a limited government? How? How could that ever happen? Why should we ever have to fight against this? I've told people again and again, if the constitution actually limits the government, as we're told, then elections are irrelevant. If there's equal protection under the law and fair treatment, then elections don't matter because the government wouldn't have the authority to do anything. But apparently, all that has to happen for a constitutional republic to be turned into a Marxist society with total centralized control is to lose some elections. That's it. That's all that happens. Well, how does that make any sense together? That doesn't make any sense. There's the problem right there. See, that's the actual problem with all of this analysis that they do in this constitutional conservative radio, that they act like the solution is voting. But you hear how this stuff it sounds right because people are upset about these things. But why would they have any ability to control anything if the system is what we're told? See, it's not possible. It could never happen. It could never happen. But hear how persuasive that would be. If you don't understand that, that's the part they leave out. 
Now let's listen to a little bit more. And we lose every time. And we cannot let the usual establishment Republicans, the rhinos, the frauds, fakes, and the phonies, we cannot allow them uh-huh. to use this kind of, you know, propaganda about common ground and bipartisan. What that's what the voters want. Uh-huh. The voters want, if it's presented to them properly, at least most of us, uh-huh. to be left alone. Okay. But that's not in any way what the Republicans actually do. So it's not in any way what Republicans do. They push for the giant police and military to not only not leave us alone, but not leave any other countries alone. They sell this idea that they're for individual liberty, but they're all in favor of the Supreme Court. And whatever their opinion is, we all have to obey it. There's nothing about liberty in that. There's nothing about individual liberty and protection of anything. But that's what they push. To buy whatever kind of car we want. (laughs) To raise our children, not with a village or a teacher union in the way. We want people to be able to have free speech on the Internet. I mean, listen to this stuff that obviously it's true, but listen to how ridiculous it is. How, How can this ever happen? How can this happen? How can people get up there and say this kind of thing and then tell me that the Constitution limits the government and that they're outside the Constitution and yet they're still in charge and we all have to obey and support cops? It doesn't make any sense together, people. Listen to it. What do you mean we'll raise the children the way we want? How could a limited government with express powers have ever been empowered to do that? But apparently all that has to happen is you lose some elections and that's what happens. We want experts to be able to provide us with their best information. (laughs) This is prevented, apparently, under the constitutional system of limited government if the Democrats win. How? We don't want equity. Equality is what we want. Oh, my God. And we want liberty. (laughs) It's just Barnum's statements. I've just done that whole thing on the Equal Protection Clause. Showed you how we got it through all these Republican machinations with regards to the Civil War. All totally unconstitutional insanity. Jamming the 14th Amendment down the state's throats. Nobody knows what the Equal Protection Clause means. Equality, it's impossible it means that. It can't mean equality. If it did, there'd be no need for the 19th Amendment that gave the women the right to vote. It would have been included in this so-called 14th Amendment Equal Protection Clause. Just go down the list. This is completely deceptive. But it's incredibly powerful to people who don't know because it is what they want. They do want these things, but they don't understand their Barnum statements that can never, ever, ever happen inside the system. Ever. Never happen. Not a matter of voting or anything else. Every fundamental thing makes this totally impossible. Common ground. Let me be very clear about this. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. We're waiting. We must obliterate the Democrat Party. There you go. Obliterate. Okay. We have to obliterate the Democrat Party. Well, that's totally and completely impossible. See, that's completely impossible because they represent 100 million people, maybe more, in the country who want this stuff. So how are you going to obliterate the party? How? It's not possible. And even if you could somehow get majorities everywhere, all it means is that you're going to use the same power of government to shove down their throats the stuff they don't want. So it's oppressive either way. 
But this concept that we're going to beat them and that the battle, they always want to equate this idea that we're battling like the founders. Now we battle in these elections, which are openly fraudulent. And even if they weren't, I've proved to a million different ways that they don't matter because you can't get them to do anything. And there's no obligation for them to do anything. There's no consequence if they don't do anything. And whatever they do up there, if it's so-called unconstitutional, it's a meaningless phrase because they're just free to do it. But you hear the stuff. It sounds so good. Let's listen to it again. Equality is what we want. And we want liberty. We want liberty. Common ground. Let me be very clear about this. Okay. Let's, let's go ahead. We must obliterate the Democrat Party, <laughs> not appease it. Okay. It is the enemy. It's the enemy. See? Like any other enemy. See, tough lord. But it's a more dangerous enemy. Okay. It's a more complex and daunting situation. Much more so than he tells, because the real problem is the controlled opposition calling themselves constitutional conservatives prevents us from getting the people who are on our side for freedom to understand the actual problem. The real problem in the country is guys like this who push this concept endlessly about liberty being through voting, which, of course, comes at the end of his analysis. Always the same. We have to vote. That's it. That's the only way you get a say. doesn't matter how much the government abuses us, how many crimes they're committing, how bad the Supreme Court's abusing us. The only thing you can do is stay inside the most fantastic system ever devised and vote. That's how you supposedly win. It's moronic. And see, as long as that is the concept, we have no chance. We can never be free. There'll never be liberty. As soon as you give the government the right to create arbitrary statutes and just make shit up and to take money from you in what they call a form of taxation, meaning they can just come and rob you for whatever amount they care to without your consent. There's no freedom inside that system. None. And the only reason people don't know that is because they're totally brainwashed day in and day out by stuff like this. Because within the United States, uh-huh. it uses liberty to destroy liberty. It uses the Constitution to destroy the Constitution. What? It uses the wealth and prosperity created by capitalism to empower government and destroy capitalism. I mean, listen to all that. How can you use the Constitution to destroy it? It's not possible. See, this is the fundamental misunderstanding. And the idea that we have capitalism in this country, that's preposterous. Again, he's completely ignoring the fact that the Federal Reserve is laughable. Legal tender laws are totally unconstitutional, approved to countless ways. And the reason we have them is because of Republicans after the Civil War with their court packing scam, where they actually denied the Democrats and anybody in the South from a seat in Congress and the Senate and then shoved all this legislation through. (laughs) <laughs> put military governments inside of their state houses and force those military governments to vote for the ratification of these constitutional so-called amendments. It's all completely absurd. The Republican Party is not in favor of liberty in any form or fashion. It is controlled opposition. But listen to the insane stuff they talk about. See, it sounds right until you hear me. And then it's like, oh, yeah, well, what the hell? But that's the problem. This is what they do endlessly. It's the enemy. Now, the Democrats are the enemy. I'm not trying to be provocative. I'm very realistic. I am very practical. <laughs> but, Mark, you're a conservative activist. And what does that mean? See, Here, let's listen to this. It means I believe in our country, in our founding, <laughs> in our founding document, the Declaration, in our founding governing document, the Constitution. You hear that? You hear all that? 
believes in our founders, complete Barnum statement. The founders themselves didn't agree with each other. The Declaration of Independence, that has been completely outlawed. Yet the government is so fantastically duplicitous that they pretend that it's an organic law of the country, even though everything in there about overthrowing the government and organizing and revolting and all this other crap that people constantly cite that guys like this talk about, it's totally illegal to discuss, completely illegal to discuss. And he believes in the Constitution. I've showed you again and again. That's a meaningless statement. Nobody can tell you what it means. It's just a gigantic thing of Barnum statements. That's why there is no agreement. The liberals don't run around and say we hate the Constitution. They say what they're doing is based on the Constitution. Just like he just said, they use the Constitution to so-called destroy the Constitution. Liberals tell you that they use the Constitution to enforce the Constitution and that the conservatives are the wrong ones. That's what they have everybody locked in doing. That's the purpose of it all, to keep the people constantly at fighting with each other, constantly fighting with each other, and not seeing the real enemy, which is the idea of this giant centralized government that's run by a few small, powerful people behind the scenes. That's the part that these guys spread that's so dangerous. Now, I want to skip ahead and show you exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to the way he's sort of summarizes all this. He's gone through this long list. I've gone ahead a couple more minutes. All these things the liberals do wrong, all these different things that the liberals are going to be Marxists and take over. No explanation of how any of it can happen under the Constitution. And then he comes to this. It's appeasement. We've had enough of it. These are quizlings. What's that, Mark? Google it. We need patriots. We need statesmen. We need leaders. We need people who are going to speak out. <laughs> Patriots, leaders, statesmen, people who are going to speak out. That's what we need. That's the solution. See, that's the solution. Barnum statement nonsense. Patriots, leaders, statesmen, people who are going to speak out. This is the equivalent of jumping up and down. This is where he leads everybody. He gets everybody all riled up about all these terrible things that are happening and going to happen and could happen if you don't vote the right way. And then this is what his solution is. So when you look at these Republicans running. Oh, okay. Put aside all the propaganda, and by that I mean even from the other campaigns, okay. the personal attacks. This is all done because each one of them wants to win. Yeah, okay. This is going to be about the getting informed, stay informed. You're smarter than the liberals. We're going to win this if you just go to the library and vote the right way. This is, everybody's pushed into this ridiculous solution that can never work. But you need to take a sober look at each one of these people. Let's take a sober look. Not what they tell you to look at, but what you decide to look at. Okay, so just got to look through all the fucking lies and everything else they spew and tell with absolutely no consequence. It's been happening forever in politics that are made jokes about. But the solution is going to be you got to get really serious about really reading and wasting a lot of your time checking into all this stuff. That's the key. See, that's how it's going to get fixed. With an informed electorate, a republic if you can keep it. We have to have virtuous people and all this stupid shit that can never, ever happen. It's totally unrealistic. He tells us earlier he's a realist. He's not a realist. This shit can never work. Look the instruction he's just giving you. <laughs> Listen to how dumb it is. And you need to make a, a decision. <laughs> Who's capable of saving this country? God, listen to this shit. And who will... Say one thing and then sell us out the next day. Every single politician. Who's going to save the country? A complete Barnum statement. Liberals believe it's going in the right direction. There's nothing to save. It's a Barnum statement. No one can tell you what it is. There's no agreement. There's nothing in the Constitution that could ever possibly guide this. 
You see, this is what they do. These Barnum statements whip people up. Does that not sound like every single kind of conservative you ever hear discussing anything on social media? This is the way they speak. If we don't win this election, <laughs> and then immediately thereafter, uh-huh. set our sights oh, okay. on neutralizing the Democrat Party, that can't uh, the future's dim. That can't happen. You can't neutralize over 100 million people. It's impossible. It's just an absurd proposal that this is a whole thing. You're going to have to super organize, right? Super organize, super inform yourself, really figure out which one of these joker candidates, every one of which is a career liar, is telling you the truth and is going to do something. When has that ever happened? It's never happened. But every time they sell this again and again to the people. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now, let's get back to the show. That this is a whole thing. You're going to have to super organize, right? Super organize, super inform yourself, really figure out which one of these joker candidates, every one of which is a career liar, is telling you the truth and is going to do something. When has that ever happened? It's never happened. But every time they sell this again and again to the people. The Democrat Party, as I said to you, is more than a party. It's more than a political party. It's more than a cultural party. Okay. All right. It is the government party. Okay. How can that be? Or as I call it, the state party. There's no such thing as parties inside the Constitution. Why are political parties even part of the process? Why? Why are they even permitted? You see how powerful they all are. But now the whole thing's been turned into a battle about it. As I've told you again and again, if the Constitution actually limits the government, if it's actually limited under the Constitution... It doesn't matter who gets elected because they wouldn't have any real authority to do any of these things he claims that they're going to do as soon as you start losing elections and unless you really super inform yourself. Listen to all the nonsense he spews. That's totally impossible. Backed by the state media. Okay, state media now. How can they do that? Backed by the massive, indestructible, it seems, administrative state. How can that exist? (laughs) These are all the signs and characteristics of totalitarianism. How can we have totalitarianism under the Constitution? It doesn't make any sense. See, oh, they use the Constitution to ignore the Constitution. That doesn't make any sense. It sounds clever, and this is the way they drive everybody into this argument, but listen to how insane this actually is when you break it down. See, but this is why you have to stay inside the system. You must continue to believe the Constitution is the greatest thing ever created and that it's just a matter of getting the right people in there because the entire distraction system relies upon it. So I thought I would lay that out, make it clear, 
basically. It'll all be, it is all in the book. Democrat Party hates America. Okay, now he just sells his book. It's just so dumb. You can see what I'm saying. They make tens of millions of dollars pushing this complete nonsense on people. See, it's just total nonsense. And now I want to show you a clip from a guy. This guy is named Peter St. Ange. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. It's O-N-G-E. I like his uh, stuff. He's a hardcore Austrian economics guy. He spends some time in this clip discussing the way uh, FedNow is an early version, in effect, a starter version of CBDCs. And people talk about these CBDCs and they say, well, we already have digital. It's already there, blah, blah, blah. You have your debit card and everything else. It's true. Those things are paid out in digital form, but they're not digital currencies in any form or fashion. The big difference between digital currencies and what we have now is that they're programmable. And that means that they can program whatever they want. Your dollar It doesn't get spent the same as my dollar. (laughs) That's the difference. Right now, they don't have that. If I have a debit card and there's something, I can buy it. It doesn't matter who I am. I don't get canceled. But once they have the CBDCs in place, and they're going to get it, once they have that, then you're in an electronic prison because it doesn't matter how much money you have. They can just say you can't use it. And he's done a really nice piece. It's about three minutes and a half, three minutes, 50 seconds, something like that, where he describes Fed now and how they're bringing it in. And it started about, you know, eight, 10 years ago. And it all aligns with the WEF. And this guy knows what's going on. He understands the way the system works. The problem is he's a victim of constitutional conservatives. I can 100% guarantee you. Excuse me. 99.9999999999% guarantee you. This guy is basically a libertarian who believes in libertarian voting and thinks that's the solution. He doesn't understand the way the actual legal system works and the constitutional foundations, which are total shit and can never do what he imagines, which is to produce freedom. But you'll see that even a guy like this, who's completely on our side, completely on our side, he doesn't understand the actual way it can ever work. See, he doesn't understand what could ever be done. His solutions, they don't make any sense at all. And if you can't hear the damaging effect of the constitutional conservatives and this guy's so-called summary of what he says, you're deaf. So take a listen as he sort of sums up and listen to all the kind of stuff he says. It's really, really, it's like I said, it's so great until right at the end. For the professional activists and media and non-government organizations, which are government-funded, to get working on that universal basic income. Governments have spent 50 years building a surveillance panopticon into our financial system, using tax avoidance and terrorism as the go-to excuse. And despite the Fourth Amendment clearly forbidding such dragnet surveillance, absent probable cause of a very specific crime, (laughs) none of this stuff is popular among voters. CBDCs, for example, regularly score about 80% opposition, but they are obviously incredibly popular for governments seeking control. We could see a revival of the Fourth (laughs) Amendment in America, but if not, the only way to stop these things is for voters to demand politicians stop it and for elections to be clean enough that politicians actually listen. Okay, we'll be watching. (laughs) Did you hear all that? See how much he knows? He gets it. He understands these uh, NGOs are shit, that they're all just corrupt as hell, that they're bringing in universal income because they want to buy all the votes. He talked about all that earlier. And then he goes through yet even additional analysis right from there where he he talks about 
the Fourth Amendment, the way these CBDCs search through stuff and data and cut people off, and all those things are completely and totally unconstitutional. He understands that's a Fourth Amendment violation. People are supposed to be allowed to be secure in their papers and their personal lives. And that's why you have to have search warrants. But of course, endless movies are made showing that the people are not in any way safe. These CBDCs are gross violations, as he talks about. Maybe we'll get back to the Fourth Amendment, even though these are clear violations. But we probably won't. Okay, so in other words, none of the system's working. And so what do you do? You have to vote. You have to vote. That's the only thing you can do is vote. And then he acknowledges that the elections themselves are fraudulent. You see how they've hamstrung everybody. They make it so you can't possibly win. But that guy, he gets it, but look at his solutions. It's the only ones he can imagine. He doesn't understand anything about jury nullification. He doesn't understand anything about the way the Constitution is a total fraud. And it all has to be shut down. He doesn't understand any of that. Because he's not a lawyer. He's an economist. And he understands issues, but he's never been told that. He's not ever been told. So I want to play that clip portion again, and let's break it down so you can hear how he gets it right, and then bam, gets it wrong. For the professional activists and media and non-government organizations, which are government-funded, to get working on that universal basic income. Governments have spent 50 years building a surveillance panopticon into our financial system (laughs) using tax avoidance and terrorism as the go-to excuse. He's completely right. See, he knows, he understands, but you can't build that stuff in because it's complete and total violation of the Fourth Amendment. They have no authority to do it, but he acknowledges they've been doing, everybody has seen they're doing it. You've seen Enemy of the State, all the Bourne movies, every spy movie shows you all the shit the government's doing. People realize they're all happening. They're all happening. But everybody just ignores the fact that, well, how can this be going on? See, how can this be going on if there's a violation of the Fourth Amendment? Why aren't those people all arrested? Oh, because they'd have to arrest themselves. Oh, okay. See, so the system can never work, but he gets it. And despite the Fourth Amendment clearly forbidding such dragnet surveillance, absent probable cause of a very specific crime. See, he gets it. He knows that. (laughs) You can't just do all this. You can't just scrape all this data and run it through governments, this and that. He doesn't get any excuse to run it through private companies either because they're not really private companies. It's impossible to even live or do business in any form or fashion without subjecting yourself to it. Can you not agree to Microsoft's terms if you work somewhere? Can you? No. If you need stuff, you have to be able to use it. You have to be able to go on the internet because they've required it because they have the electronic this and that. And the government requires electronic filing and all these things. So all these so-called distinctions between private and governmental are made up. You've got to have a warrant. But they don't get warrants. They just do all this stuff. None of this stuff is popular among voters. CBDCs, for example, regularly score about 80% opposition. You hear that? I thought it was about the people. Of buying for the people. So 80% oppose CBDCs, and they're just moving forward, no problem. So it has nothing to do with voting and getting organized. you got 80% of the people already don't agree to any of it. They don't want it. Does it make any difference? No, it just keeps moving. Why? Because all the candidates are 100% owned by the fake money system that CBDCs now are being driven by. The exact same people, so they're all paid off. So it doesn't matter who you vote for. These things are never discussed. Both sides take the exact same position. What does it matter? You vote red or blue. What does it matter? They both support it. You can't win. So here we are, another proof, 80% opposition. Does it make any difference? No, it keeps moving forward. Why? Because he tells you, because the government loves it. 
but they are obviously incredibly popular for governments seeking control. (laughs) So the government, through completely and totally unconstitutional means in every form or fashion, completely ignores the will of the people and just continues to move forward. So this is the description of the situation he provides, which is completely and totally accurate. The problem is the disconnect of the solution, which is the result of guys like the person I played earlier and all these other con-cons who pushed this voting nonsense. So you hear he's got it all completely accurately assessed. And then comes the face plant. We could see a revival of the Fourth Amendment in America. In other words, we have to hope that there'll be some kind of protection of our rights. Has the Supreme Court ever protected our rights? <laughs> no, I've showed you again and again and again. There's absolutely no basis to believe that the Supreme Court itself could ever be the law of the land. And the number of things that the Supreme Court strikes down are just minuscule. They show great deference to governmental this and you know, have to give broad latitude that and three-pronged test this. It's always the same. It's always the same. So the Supreme Court's not going to do anything. He knows it's not going to do anything. He hasn't done anything. It's just getting worse and worse. There's not even a case that could theoretically stop it. Nothing's going to stop it. It's national security and all this crap they've approved. It's ludicrous. So here we go. What's the solution? If not, the only way to stop these things is for voters to demand politicians stop it and for elections to be clean enough that politicians actually listen. Got it? Demand. Voters have to demand. How do they demand? They vote. What does that mean? Do they have to do anything they promise? No. If the guy doesn't do what he said, is there any recourse? No. When both sides are going to do the same thing, what does it matter who you vote for? What do you mean you're going to demand? This is demanding accountability. This is staying informed. See? That's it. Oh, and then we got to have clean elections. Well, how the hell do we make that? You're not even allowed to question the elections. They come around and arrest you if you question your elections. I mean, you can't even. The courts won't hear it. I told people what would happen with all those phony baloney election claims people thought the Supreme Court would step in and protect. I told you what would happen right after the election in 2020. And I was right. And I'm continuing to be right because I know how the system works. Guys like this would be on our side. They would be. But instead, they do this. Accurate assessment, rile people up. And then provide a channel to so-called defeat it that can never, ever work. That can never, ever work. I can't believe a man as intelligent as this isn't embarrassed to provide such a ludicrous so-called explanation of what we can do. To demand politicians do something. There's no basis to demand they do anything. There never is. They can conscript you in and force you to go fight for their wars. (laughs) They can take anything they want from you against your will. Spend it on anything they want. This is just meaningless Barnum statement nonsense, just like you heard in the earlier clips. Just like you heard earlier. This is the problem, people. This is the problem we have. It's constitutional conservatism. It's this tremendous lie about the Constitution, liberty, the Bill of Rights, the courts, voting. Everything that you're sold is a complete and total lie. And this is the sort of end result. Even the people who are on our side, who would be even more on our side, are totally and completely misled, and they are 100% guaranteed to fail. None of those things are ever going to work as stopping it. It's as useless as jumping up and down and writing checks and sending stern letters and letting your voice be heard and all this other stuff. None of it works. None of it works. And I just thought it was so amazing 
when I thought, wow, this guy really gets it. And then I got to the end and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's always the same, always the same. So here we are, this full-on surveillance CBD state is coming. The people don't want it. It's going to control every aspect of your life, just like the earlier guy said, how you can raise your kids, where you'll be able to spend money, what will happen. The government's going to be able to do all of it, and the people are going to be running around cheering the Constitution, telling me we just need to get back to it, and we just have to vote the right people in, all the way into the camps and into the uh, chambers. That's it. (laughs) They're going to be lined up, getting shot into ditches, digging their holes like that meme shows. Uh, Joke's on them. They don't understand this is all unconstitutional right before they get shot. This is what's happening. This is the loving on all of the law enforcement guys that run around and enforce this shit. They love to talk about how Joe Biden does this and Joe Biden's doing that. Joe Biden doesn't do anything. He can hardly even walk. The people who do it are the armed goons who are law enforcement forcing it down everybody's throats. All the so-called good people in the government who enforce all these totally laughably unconstitutional policies on their other citizens in order to continue to collect a paycheck and a pension. That's who does it. It's not the politicians. It's not. They don't have any power. They're one person. They have to run around with armed guards all around them because the people hate them so much. (laughs) So stop imagining that the system is what you've been told. It's not. The construct you've been given is the problem. It will never work. It will never produce anything except what you're saying and a complete and total police state. And even when we have a total police state, which we already have a total surveillance state, which is the next show I'm going to do, but we'll soon have a full-on police state and the people will be telling me the exact same stupid shit from constitutional conservatives with the same Barnum Statement nonsense, the same dead-end so-called solutions. That's what will be happening. (laughs) Uh, well, whatever, whatever. I, like I said, I'm getting so frustrated with the people. I'm so tired of dealing with the people. I try to explain this to people who care, whose minds are open. If your mind is open, you'll see that I'm dead right. That's all. And all these other people, they're just liars or they're complete dupes. That's it. They're just dupes or knaves. That's all. They either know and they're lying to you or they don't know and they're totally incompetent dupes, boobs, Fools, because this is their area that they complain to be an expert in. So, whatever. <laughs> that point's made. I don't care to go on. It's putting me in a really bad mood just thinking about it. I don't want to be in a bad mood. So, that's all I'm going to say about it today. If you want to follow me, you can. I'm a legal man at U.S. Crime Review on Twitter, or what X now, as they call it. <laughs> that stupid, shitty name, that is. How's that an improvement? X. It's idiotic. It's just going to be another total surveillance system that's going to be 100% totally controlled. And you're not going to have any choice in the matter. They're going to tell you it's private business. <laughs> uh, what a bunch of idiots out there. And I want to thank the people in Patreon who get it and who kick skin in the game and understand the kind of risks I've taken in making this show for however long I make it. I'm telling people the truth and instead of leaving me hanging. Thank you. I appreciate it. And Jones Plantation movie... It's going to be digitally released on August 5th with a big live premiere. I hope people go and support that. After the premiere, you can also buy the movie and be able to watch it. I hope people support that movie. It's a movie that tells the truth about the system, tells the truth about the voting and the fraud, the fake money system and everything else. Unlike other movies, we don't pull punches in that area. And I play Mr. Jones. I'm kind of a drunk dick plantation owner who's having problems with his slaves and we bring in a guy to help us and 
we use all the kinds of systems that the modern system uses to make people believe they're free and can vote. <laughs> it's really quite entertaining. I think it's going to end up being a cult classic. I hope people like it. I hope they support that film. If that film makes money, then we're going to make more movies like that. And that's something I would be willing to do however long I make this podcast. I don't know. But I would make movies that would tell people because it was fun. And I enjoy the podcast. And I certainly enjoy the people in Patreon because I know they get it. And I enjoy talking to people who understand my show. And I appreciate those people, too. And the people who have learned stuff from what I've said. I'm, I'm glad. That's good. I've got a clear conscience. But... It's frustrating to make the show a lot of times, and it's, quite frankly, it's a, it's a risk that just doesn't have much of a reward. That's all. So, anyway, thank you to everybody who supports that project, and thank you uh, to the people who are on Patreon. And I think that's all I'm going to say today, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time. For Legal Man. Thanks so much. I get to take your shirt away. More quash. More quash.